finished discussing last week the different various menhagim regarding waiting in between milchigs and waiting in between fleshigs and milchigs. And I really want to move into another sigya, but I just felt that it was kadai maybe to spend one more week in discussing what is fleshig. So we know that in between waiting fleshig and milchig, you have to wait anywhere between anywhere from zero, one, three, four, five, six. We mentioned many, many different shiurim regarding waiting. The question just is, what is fleshig that requires me to wait six hours? If I eat something that was cooked in a fleshig oven, does that require to eat six hours? Probably most people would say no. If I eat cake made in fleshig equipment, and I'll let it eat it together with milchigs, but I don't have to wait six hours. What about if I eat something which was made in a dirty pot? What about if I have rice that was served at a fleshy kiddush? Can then I get, could, could I then eat that and then eat milchigs right afterwards, right? So there's two shallows. First of all, eating it together with milchigs, it's not really going to be so much our shallow. It's more of a not bar not shallow, which is a whole different shallow regarding what exactly milchig equipment, you know, fleshig equipment, eating it together with the other men, with the other gender. That's one shallow. But the other shallow that's much more to get to what we discussed last week is what exactly is called fleshig that requires me to wait six hours, right? So we mentioned last week, for example, if a person just tastes a tiny drop of meat, even if he just swallows it or just chews it, because we have Rashi and the Rambam, even a tiny, even a mashu of meat will already make somebody fleshig, right? It happens often that a person says, I, I just ate a drop, it was less than a kazais, doesn't matter. We're makbit, even the way, the, the, way, the way we paskin is that even the tiniest drop of meat, even a mashu of meat will make somebody fleshig. Now it happens often, a person's in the middle of cooking and they'll take their fingers, stick it into the thing and then taste it. If you do that into, the, we'll see about the meat juice in a second, but if you do that into the meat sauce or something like that, that's gonna make a person fleshig, even though you didn't chew it. And even though it's only a tiny drop, it's only that which is on one person's finger, or you clean the bowl or something like that with your finger, and you lick it, that will make a person 100% fleshig, and a person will be required to wait whatever their amount is, five, six hours, they'll be required to remain, to do that after eating fleshig. But let's talk about maybe some of the less obvious cases about waiting in between fleshig and milchig, and what exactly is called fleshig, that requires a person to wait six hours. So first of all, the Mechaber Paskins, that fleshig means meat, and it means chicken. Right, so all poultry, anything like that, is the same chamar we pass in that there is no difference between basar behema and basar aif. Person has to be makban on both chicken and meat. They're both going to be exactly the same. Not only that, there are more rights, even chicken fat. Right, it used to be very common. Some places still is common to cook with chicken fat. Chicken fat is Amal Paskins has 100% din of meat and of chicken, and therefore, if a person eats chicken fat. Right, if you eat, um, what's it called? Um, Grieven. If you eat grieven, you have to wait 100% six hours. That's considered to be fleshig's 100. Yeah, that's skin, right? Given skin. What's, what's what chicken fat? No, but that's the skin. Yeah. The, when you eat the chicken fat, like the, that when they, you know, when they put it on the top of the chicken soup, they yeah. take the chicken fat and they skim oh, it off. That's, yeah, okay. I don't know what it's called. But most people don't eat a plain. But if you eat that or if you eat something that's made in that, that's considered 100% fleshig. That's not our shell. So again, anything fleshig, even a macho of fleshig, anything that's either meat or chicken, and even fat is going to be considered to be fleshig, and that's not our shell. Let's go through a few of the other cases that come up. Obviously, we'll try to get to the French fry shallow, which is not a very clear shallow. I just got off the phone right, right before I gave the other share with uh, one of the people that runs a big share in Lakewood. And uh, it was like, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about exactly what the shallow is. But let's talk about some of the, some of the more common shallows, huh? It's the other way. I was talking about what type of... Well, uh, so we'll talk, there's two shallows always, right? There's what makes me fleshig, and then what am I allowed to eat when I am fleshig, right? Regarding milchig, right? But a lot of... Come on, always be the same. So let's first discuss a case of a potato and a chalant, right? That's probably the easiest case. Then we'll go from the easier to a little bit more complicated case. So I eat a potato and chalant, right? When I was growing up, my, uh, my family can attest to this. I didn't like any fleshigs. I was a very, very picky eater when I grew up. The only fleshig I'd eat would be a potato from the chalant. 
was the only flesh I and, and frank and hot dogs. So the only flesh I would eat the whole week is one potato, but I'd be mocked that the potato wouldn't have any beans in it and any meat in it. That's I was, when I was a little kid. I was very young, but I was very mocked like until I, went, until I went away from the sifta, and then obviously you're forced to eat food that uh, you don't like, and you're forced to be able to grow up a little bit. But as a little kid, that was the only flesh I would eat the whole week. So Shelly said, eat a potato. And the potato has no beans in it. Right? The beans, anyways, are not flesh. The potato definitely has no meat on it. My flesh when I eat the potato are not flesh. So I ate, ate a potato, huh? Of course. Why, of course? It's cooked with flesh again. Okay, so why, why is cooked? So let, let's go back to the reasons, right? There's two reasons why, why when a person eats flesh, you have to wait six hours. The, the, either moishech tam, like Rashi's reason, that the taste remains in a person's mouth, or that it gets spasabena shenayim, which is the Rambam's reason. Look, neither reason really applies to this case. The potato doesn't have moishech tam. It's hard to call it flesh-ig enough that it will sauce keep the- Sauce on the meat ends up going into the potato. And let's say there's no sauce on it. Let's say I eat a crust from a pizza. There's two separate things. That's if you put flesh in your mouth. This is, is it, it, it is flesh so it doesn't, it doesn't make me flesh-ix. That's the question. It doesn't, not, okay, it's not, a, it's not, a shadow, like, uh, not mixing it together. I'm not talking about mixing it together. Does this make me flesh If I eat a potato, if I eat the crust from a pizza, right? It's pizza, I eat the crust. The crust has no cheese in it, right? Sometimes they have cheese drips over. Crust just from the pizza. My milkshake or not milkshake? Or, let me, that's a better question. If I'm flesh can I eat just the crust of the pizza? I don't want to eat the pizza. I'm not going to touch the pizza. Now, something cooked in a milkshake oven, I think most people would say I could eat, right? If I cooked a pyre of cake in a milkshake oven, and we'll see this in a minute, but I think most people would say I could eat a pyre of, yeah. a pyre of cake. Right? No, you can't eat a pyre of cake? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Fine, so let's, let, let's talk about the crust of the pizza and, and the potato. And not only that, let's say I eat a potato of chalent. Can, can, can I then eat the crust? Right, that's a double shallow. The first shallow is if I'm fleshig, can I eat the crust? Let's say I'm real fleshig. I ate a piece of meat. Can I eat the crust? What about if I didn't eat real fleshig? The only thing I ate was a potato. Even if you're going to say that that makes me fleshig, that makes me so fleshig that I can't even eat something that's not real milchig, something that's only connected to milchig. How far do we take this? Right? It's called tafshal shabbos or tafshal shagvina. If it's fleshig, it's fleshig. Uh, okay, so let's see. So let's see, because it's not so clear. Mom's not so clear that the Rishayim. Yeah, yeah, right here, right here. Or Tavshel Shabbos, it's based in the Gemara. So let's go, there's something called Tavshel Shabbos or Tavshel Gvina, and we'll see that this is going to be this the, the, the Gemara, The Gemara in Chulan says the following, it says the Mayim Em Tzayim, the Gemara is talking about Mayim Rishayim, Mayim Echoyim, then it talks about water in the middle, which means washing one's hands off in the middle of the Tilsi Dayim. So Gemara says, Amr Rav Nachman, Leishan Elohim Tavshel or Tavshel, Elohim Tavshel Gvina Chayva. The only time that you don't need water in the middle of the Suda is if you're going from Tavshel to tafshel. Now it doesn't say what type of tafshel we're talking about, but from a, a cooked dish to a cooked dish, but between tafshel to gvina, if you're going from a tafshel to gvina, then it's a chayva, then it's a chayva to wash one's hands. Taisus over there is a machlaikas between the rash and the Tam, exactly what it's talking about. Rabbeinu Shmuel, the rashol, the rashol, the rasholds, that both of them are talking about basar or gvina, but if you would eat a tafshel of basar, which means if you eat a potato from the chalant, and we'll see in a second that that's called, that's probably the epitome, the classic case of a tafshel shabasar. If you eat a tafshel shabasar, and then you want to eat gvina, then it's a chayv to do what? Not to wait six hours. It's a chayv to wash your hands in between. That if you're eating a potato from the chalant, and then you're going ahead and eating actual cheese, you have to eat it. But if you went ahead and ate a potato from the chalant, and now you want to eat crust from the pizza, so that's called a tafshel and a tafshel. The crust of the pizza is not milchig itself, but it's cooked together with milchig, right? Or if you want to, if you have a, a, a What's a dairy soup? If you have like a, a, I guess like a French onion soup with, with cheese in it and you're eating just an onion from it, so that's called a tafshel shal gvina. Between a tafshel and a tafshel, you don't even have to wash your hands. That's Rabbeinu Shmuel Shita. The Rabbeinu Tam holds that even if you ate, a gvi, even if you ate real meat and then you went ahead and wanted to eat, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, if you ate a tafshel shal basar and then you want to eat real cheese, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, 
you don't have to, you don't have, you don't have to even wash your hands. That there's nothing that needs to be done because all I ate was a tafsha, all I ate was a potato, and therefore there's no necessity to wash my hands. I'm considered to be totally parif, and I could go from eating a potato to eating actual cheese. So again, machlekes, Rabbeinu Shmuel, and Rabbeinu Tam, do I need to wash my hands in between eating a potato from the chalant and eating actual cheese? Rabbeinu Shmuel holds, yes, I need to wash my hands. Rabbeinu Tam holds, I don't need to wash my hands. Which means nobody holds anything about waiting six hours. So far, that's machlekes, Rabbeinu Shmuel, and Rabbeinu Tam in Taiswis. Now, how do, how do we paskin? So, Zakta Tur, we paskin that between eating a tafshal of basar and actual cheese, a person needs to wash their hands. That's the only thing a person needs to do, is a person needs to wash hands, and the Machaber paskins like this as well, which means it's not just the way that it says in Taisvis. The Machaber actually says this, which would mean that if you eat a, it says, achal shal basar, if you eat a potato from the chalan, mutter lachal achrov, you're allowed to eat a tafsha shal gvina, you're allowed to eat a crust of pizza, and you don't even have to wash your hands. But if I come to eat a piece of cheese, then what do I need? After a tafsha shabasar, then I need to wash my hands. Which means the most chamer thing you would need to do is wash your hands if we're coming to eat direct cheese. Fine. That's what the machaber paskin. And again, it's fascinating to see how many of these things in basar v'chalav that we take on is so pashid are minhagam that come from the Ramah, and minhagam that come later. It's not on the Gemara, not on Taisvis, not a sheet on Taisvis, but this is the vice of the Menig. V'nogu achshav l'hachmer, shaloi lechel gvina, and if you medayik in that word, not to eat cheese, achar tav shal basar. K'moi achar basar atzmai, ve'em l'shanais, ulifer together. So again, every time that there's minhagam, same Menig, like we said about the six hours, e'em l'shanai, ulifer together, and like Chazal said, you pirates together, the snake's gonna bite you. Right, you not, can't be pirates together, huh? Wait six hours. After eating a potato, you have to wait six hours before eating cheese. Cheese. Does there anything, not, not a crust. It's also about washing hands, that, that whole thing, that no one, I've never seen people. Well, you don't go from cleaning. No, because we, 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 we don't go directly. Our mom makes it jump from, our mom makes it jump from washing hands. Between milk, eggs, and flesh, yeah, between milk, eggs, and flesh, that's when the really comes out. That's the main place in the Tilsi comes, because we wait six hours and you don't need a Tilsi diamond between milk, eggs, and flesh, between flesh, eggs, and milk, because you're waiting six hours. So this case, we're eating a potato, six hours later, you're gonna wait to, you're gonna wait to eat real milk, egg. you wouldn't need to wash hands, you wouldn't need to do anything bad, so it'd be totally fine. That's the way, the, that's where my, where my yeah. I mean, even though in Right, right. But that lavdafka will make you flesh. Exactly, exactly. For, exa- for example, if I cook, if I cook something pariv in a ben yayma fleshig pot, if I take noodles, right, that's a classic case. And I take noodles and I cook them in a ben yayma milchig pot, according to the Ashkenazim, the minig Ashkenazim, is I'm, I'm not allowed to mix that noodles with meat. Right, I can't take then meatballs and put those noodles together with meat. We're the opposite. I take it in a mil- in a fleshig ben yoyma. I'm not allowed to then go ahead lechatchila and mix it with milchig. Can't drink coffee with it. Let's say. Drinking coffee is not as clear because I'm not mixing them together. But here, well, mamish mix them together. Yeah, we're gonna do them together. Dipping right. it in for sure would be a problem. But but which means there could be something that would be considered to be fleshig regarding cooking it together with milchig, but it won't make it's me fleshig. Those right. Those are two separate halachas, and that's very very important to know because there's a big misconception. People think, oh, if it's dairy equipment. That means that I can't eat it after flashing. No, it's not true. You can, we'll see in a minute, you can 100% eat dairy equipment after you eat flashing. It's not a problem. If it says O-U-D-E, assuming that you eat O-U-D-E, you can eat that 100% after you eat flashing, right away, without any, without any real gap, because all it is, Right, but but again, but the things that they, you can look on their website. I think they started now. They have look a. They, the oh, they, they, they no, no, no. <laughs> they they started redoing it again. I think now they started doing that on the website itself. They have a place that you can find it. They started trying to to be more transparent about what's the E and what's D, even though they don't print it on the package. And there's a lot of a lot of complications why why they uh, 
why they don't do it. But that's the vice of the way the Machaber Basman. So again, according to the Rambal, the only issue would be, the only issue would be is if I ate, uh, if I ate a, an actual potato from the Cholent, then I'm not allowed to go ahead and eat actual gvina. But the, the Ramah is very much mashma that the only issue would be is to eat actual cheese. But if I want to go ahead and eat the crust from the pizza, according to the Ramah, that would not be an issue. Because again, it's a chumrah on a chumrah, right? Because Taisa said, all you need to do is wash your hands. Ramah says, or no, you go achshav to be machmer. A double chumrah, which means a chumrah out of potato to a crust, that's double. What, neither of them is a tafshal. And the only reason the Ramakbid, even though none of the two reasons of Rashi and the Ramam uh, apply, is only a gezeira atabas of achalav. So a double gezeira, the Ramah seems to say we wouldn't do. So far we'd be good. Except Rabbi Kivayagra comes along and brings down from the Yamshah Shlema, from the Marshal, that venogu achshav atenogu iser afilu betafshal gvina achar tafshal basar. The re'imid even makbid on a tafshal gvina after a tafshal basar, the kasha lahakal. Zakhtar Rabbi Kiv Eger, it's very difficult to be mekel. It's kosher to be mekel, and a person shouldn't be mekel. And that's the way, uh, that's the, way the, the, the Ramakbid. And Ramayisha writes in a chuva that Ramakbid is a light plug. We just keep things across the board. Tafshal, tafshal. We consider it to be every tafshal to be actual meat and actual cheese. And therefore, if you're fleshig, you're not allowed to eat a crust of pizza. And if you ate a potato, that will make you 100% fleshig. That's called tafshal shabasar, tafshal shabina. And that's very clear, huh? Oh, so. so that's what we're gonna to have to define. What is fries? Is fries is a top shot? We're gonna we're gonna get to the word fries in a minute. No, not French fries. Not a French. We're not a French fries. Fine. That's all. That's all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, it's exerin, exerin, exerin. It's a very. It's we're going very, very fast with pasta vachala. It's. Right. So it's a tafshal to a tafshal, which means that it's a gzera to gzera, but, but what are you saying? It's a, potato to cross is, first of all, it's two tafshals, right? It's a gzera to gzera, yeah. It's not two, it's not a shibu gzera, it's a gzera to gzera. Is that, is that only, is that only if it's one dish or if it's the same oven? Oh, oh, so we're going to get to that. We're going to get, what, hap, what happens if I cook in, in the same oven, uncovered, let's say I cook rice and chicken, right? My wife will cook in a nine by 13 of pan of rice, uncovered. Let's not talk about covered because covered would be much easier. Uncovered and then she'll cook fleshig in the same thing. Now, again, regarding the halachas of, regarding the halachas of basa v'chalav, regarding mixing is very, very different than these halachas. It's something called zeya in an oven and the rice, you can't mix that rice, lechatchila, with something which is milchig because it was in an uncovered oven with fleshig. But lavdafka, they'll make you fleshig. We'll see in a minute. What do you mean, right? let's, say, let's say I'm making a cake at the same time as chicken, chicken and oven. Can I do the coffee with this cake now? No, no. Well, cake, maybe not. Cake doesn't have zeh, but you can't do it, no. Uh, no, something is liquidy, but we consider, we consider it to be, yeah, if you would cover it, if you double cover it properly, no, then you would be able to. Like if it's uncovered, yeah. no, you can't cook uncovered milk, example, parev and fleshig, and the same thing, we assume that the zeya, the steam that goes up from the fleshig. Oh, oh, very good. So there's a difference between eating it together with milchig and making you fleshig. And that's again, I think that's the whole point of the shear is to, to figure out that there's a discrepancy, that there is, this is a misconception that they're all one, Cooking it's not one. Exactly, exactly. For example, the pasta that I cook in a fleshig ben yoyim apat, I'm not, allowed to put, I'm not allowed to put cheese in it, but if I eat it, it won't make me fleshig at all. That, that's what we're gonna see right now. So that's all tafshol, and that's one halacha called tafshol shabasar, tafshol shagvina, and that's very clear. We go like the Ramah, we go like Rabbi Kiveager. That's a very, very clear psak and halacha. Rimakbit, even being tafshol a tafshol, even between a potato and a crust, that's the example we'll give. We're makbed, and we don't, we don't, we don't, we wait six hours even after eating a potato, and you have to wait, you have to wait a full six hours in order to eat something which is, 
which is only uh, like the crust of the of the pizza. Fine, that's all. That's all clear. Now, what about what about a case of a kedera of basar? Right. So let's say I cook the case we're talking about. I cook noodles in a pyre of pot, but the pyre of I'm sorry, in a milchig or fleshig pot, and it's a ben yoyma. Let's assume it's a clean ben yoyma pot. Right. So ben yoyma means that I've used it for hot milchig or fleshig within the past 24 hours. The first question that the rav always asks any rav any. And a competent rub will ask when you call them up and say, I cooked milk eggs in a fleshig pot. First question is, what makes the pot fleshig, right? It's fleshig, what do you mean? It has red in it, okay? When was the last time you cooked fleshig in it? When was the last time you cooked milk in it? What do you mean you cooked milk? Is it real milchig? Right, so we're talking about, let's talk about a real fleshig pot, which means that it was a ben yoyma of fleshig. Now we Ashkenazim, like we mentioned before, we paskin that if you cook parid in a ben yoyma, you're not allowed to mix that with the other min. That's why Ashkenazim, you can't mix it if you already mixed it, then we're making the diavid. But lachatchili, you're not allowed to mix something that was cooked in a cooking. Yeah, cooking first. But what about if I cook it? Now those noodles. Now I go ahead and I eat noodles that were cooked in a ben yoyim pot. Zok This is easy one. This is my first rama. The rama says. Um, the rama says that if I di ve'emay minigach ve'chein. He says right here. Um, he says miyum ain't a baser v'tavshel. Rakshan is bashel b'kederish al baser. If there was no baser in that tavshel, which means it's just rice being cooked in a fleshig pot, mutter lechel achrav gvina. It's one hundred percent to igvina. The ain't by minig lachmer. There's no minig to be machmer. You can one hundred percent. You ate fleshig equipment. You ate dairy equipment. You can eat, go from eating fleshig equipment to dairy equipment. Fleshig to eat fleshig equipment to eating actual dairy. That's not a problem at all. And those things that are cooked in in a fleshig or, or milchig pot don't don't make a problem. Now the the real problem becomes this shach, which, which I'm gonna mention in a second. Everybody knows the place like I, just, I just called about the, the French place, like shach yutes. Everybody knows, anyone who's ever learned Basavachal knows the shach in peites yutes, because it's, it's, it's the most confusing shach, but we'll see that it makes a massive naf when it comes to French fries, when it comes to a lot of halachas, it makes a big naf kamino. The, the, the shach has a very, very pashto question on the Ramah. The Ramah says that if I cook noodles in a, in a, in a ben yoyma fleshik pa, that doesn't make me fleshig, and I'm allowed to go ahead and eat milchig afterwards. Frekta shach, that's not a chiddush. If you look at the Ramah back in, in Tzadi Tess, where, I think Tzadi Tess, where he talks about it, the Ramah says over there before is what the halacha is, that you're allowed to take something cooked, that you're not allowed to take something which is cooked in a ben, in a ben yoimapa and mix it with the other min. min. So frekta shach, what the Ramah's telling me, is not a chiddush at all. Why? Uh, read a lush on the shach just inside, just so... You can see this. He says, uh, Sorry, he's buried. Even to eat it with gvina is mutter. Now, it's very odd because the shach's not talking about the minig of the Ramah. The shach's talking about the minig of Svardim, which says that Svardim hold if you cook parev in a ben yoyma, you're allowed to eat it with the other min. Right? It's a nap or not. It's nice and tam or nice and tam. Venire, so frek the shach. So, what in the world is the Ramah coming to be mechadish? The Ramah is telling me that if I ate pasta that was cooked in a milche, in a fleshig, ben yoyma pot that doesn't make me fleshig, we know that already from, from Tzadihei. We're over there, the Mechaber Paskins in Tzadihei, that I'm allowed to mix parev cooked in a ben yoyma with the other min. So it's not going to make me actual, actual fleshig. Right? Now, the kasha itself is not a real kasha to begin with because you can't ask a kasha from the Ramah on the Mechaber over there. Right? The Ramah himself holds you're not allowed to mix fleshig uh, equipment, uh, something that was made of fleshig equipment with milchig. So the Ramah is coming to be mechadish, something very, very simple. And this is what the Barahitiv says, is that the Ramah is coming to be mechadish, something very simple. What's he coming to be mechadish? That even though I'm not allowed to take noodles and mix it with milchig, but it won't make me fleshig, right? Which is again the misconception that people have, that if I can't mix it with milchig, then it will also make me fleshig. Zakh Ramah, it's not true. If you cook it in a pot that's a ben yoyma, it won't make you actual fleshig. But that, that's the most posh the terror, it's what the shach's kasha is. But this is the shach's kasha. Zakh the shach. 
This is, the, is like a shach that's a very, very difficult shach to understand. He writes something very cryptic, and we'll see how everybody understands the shach. You know what the Ramah is coming to tell you? Even if you have a kadeira that was not cleaned out well, which means you have a fleshig pa that's a ben yayma, and it still has pieces of meat inside. There's mamashas of iser. It doesn't mean real iser because it means over here fleshig. That if you wanted to go ahead and eat, that use that pot and use it for something, which is use it, use it to cook something par and then to eat it with the other men, that would be usher because there's actual pieces of meat inside here. But if I went ahead and ate that rice that was cooked in a pot that I previously cooked fleshig in it, and this fleshig still inside, there's still some meatballs in the pot. Zakta shach, it doesn't make me fleshig. Now, what case is he talking about? How much, how much meat is still left in the pot? Shishim or not shishim, can I get it? So if the shishim, can I get it? It's not pasha, right? right? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, That's basically what says. Obviously not fleshig, because there's shishim, can I get it? So Elamai, what's he talking about? That there's no shishim, can I get it? Which means you have, you have a pot. Imagine the case. You have a pot that you cook meatballs in. You then clean it out, but not fully. There's still meat lining the whole inside. And not shishim of rice, can I get the meat? You then cook the rice inside of it. You eat the rice that's in a pot that's dirty with meat. Zakta shach, you're not you're not you're not fleishik. A pella, right? Shach says even though there's no shishim, can I get it? Zakta shach, you're not you're not This is right after you cook the meat. Right after, right after the meat's still sitting in the pot. Well, it's sitting in the pot. Together, hold together, hold together. Together. Right what after. do you mean together? You want to eat the rice with in this room? This question of, of he's talking about what makes me fleishik. You're not together right now. What makes me fleishik? Does the rice that I'm eating from a pot that's dirty does it make me fleishik or not? No, 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 100% not. The, two totally separate conversations. One's can I eat it together with the other men, and one is does it make me fleshy. Zakta Shach, even though I'm not allowed to eat it with the other men, like you're saying, even though I can't take that rice and eat it together with cheese because it's in a ben yoyma and it's a dirty ben yoyma, so even the, mach- even the machaber holds that normally I could take par of cooked in a pot and mix it with the other men would agree in this case but over here he's mocked because there's actual meat in there. Very, very... It's different than doing the opposite. Having a bowl of rice and putting the meat in on top of it afterwards. With that bits of leftover pieces, it's not... You know, oh, so which means you're putting it in like a tchila? Yeah. Oh, and then, you get, and then it's not going to make you fleshig. Right. Uh, so uh, exactly, so what's the shach talking about, right? So it doesn't make, and you're talking about that there's, that there's less than 60 of rice, can I get the meat? Right. Talking about a significant amount of meat. Right, so it's a very, very cryptic shach, and everybody's, everybody's scrambling to figure out what the shach is. Nobody says a tay cipher, nobody knocks it out, you know, just knocks it out easily. Everybody's scrambling to figure out what the shach's talking about. So basically, Chuva first says that he must be talking about a case where there's no shishim, because if there would be shishim, then the card's pasha. In that case, it doesn't have to be come to say. Elamai, he's talking about a case when there is no shishim, and afal pikain, it's mutter, it does not make you fleshig, and you're allowed to eat milk afterwards. The orchashulchan paskans like that, the chaya odom paskans like that, the kavachayim paskans like that. Many of the chayim go with the shach and they take it all the way, which means that if you have something, which is, it's not a tavshal shalbasar, because that, that would mean a case where I cooked it together with its rice that was cooked in the same pot as, as meatballs. It's not that. It's a pot that, it's a, it's a, it's a pot which was, had meat in there, but is no longer, a, a no longer cooking oh, meat in there. There is ba'en meat. Okay. It's mamashas. Yeah, it's mamashas. No, so if I, yeah, if I would see the meat as I'm yeah. eating it, but or not, but, but there's some sort of mamashas that got lost, but I saw the mamashas. When I put the rice inside, I saw something in there, alpha begin its mutter. Now it's less than a tafshash al-basar, but it's still a massive chiddush to be able to say that of less than shishim of rice can I get the meat, and, and it would still be things. So the Pisgah Tshuva seems to go with it again. They, they all seem to go with this shach and say that if I have a pot that wasn't cleaned up properly, and even if there's less than shishim, and probably even if I could still taste it, 
right? Because less than shisha means that I can still taste it. I can taste a fleshing in there. That wouldn't be a problem. And I would still be, I would not, I would not be fleshing. Now the Pesachit Shuvah then brings in brackets. He says, I saw the base Lacham Yehuda that argues on the Shach. And the Shach says that Avada, it, can't be, it can't be that it's nice and tam. It has to be that there's a tiny drop, but it doesn't actually give tam. Because if it would give tam, then Avada would be also. Now, Again, but that's not what the Shach says, right? So the Beis Lechem Yehuda and, and others are trying to say, they're, they're sort of arguing in the Shach and they're saying it's not what the Shach means. But if you go with the Shach, and we'll see, this is gonna, this is gonna tie into our French fry shayla as well. But if you go with the Shach, and this is the way the Orchashochan and others paskan as well, you would be allowed to, if you have a pot that's not cleaned out well, and you cook something parv in it, and then you ate that parv thing, even though there's less than shishim, you'd be allowed to eat milchigs immediately after, and that would not be a problem. The Beis Meir and the Bekiva Eger learn a little bit differently. They learn that the Chiddush of the Ramah, the way they answer the Shach's Kasha, is that I took a par of a pot, I'm sorry, I took a, a fleshig pot and I cooked something harif inside. I cooked something which is, which is sharp. A tsnayin is the radish, is the, is the case that we know in the Gemara, but an onion is probably the, probably the most common case that we talk about. If I, if I take an onion and I cut it with a milchig knife, or I cut an onion with a fleshig knife, Zakhtar Bekiva and the Beis Meir, although that onion is considered to be mamish fleshig. If I take a, if I have a, a knife, even if the knife ain't a ben yayma, which is another smooth about a double harif, it's a whole other sikya. But if I have a knife that is a fleshig knife, and a fleshig knife means that it's actually fleshig, which means that I cut hot fleshig with it. If I have a meat knife that I then go ahead and I slice an onion with, that onion is mamish fleshig, so much so that I even bid the oven, if I mix it with cheese, I have to throw the whole thing out. Right, and again, you forget the pots and all these things, all the shells that come up. But that, that's mamish fleshig. But zakta base mayor eger, but what the Ramah is coming to tell you is that if you eat that onion, you don't become fleshig. Which again, shows us this difference. That it could be something that it would be 100% usher to cook with milchig, but it's not fleshig enough to make me fleshig. Which makes a lot of sense based on what we learned last week. That the two reasons why something makes you fleshig will be that it's moishich tam and it's basa manishinayim. And that will have nothing to do with the fact that there may be bulias of Busser in there that would asral's bus of a chalav of the bulias over there. So that's what, the way the Rakiva Ega and the base mayor understand this Ramah and the Shach. They don't really learn into the Shach because it doesn't read in the words of the Shach, but that's the way they understand it. That even though it's something that's harif, even though it's something that's sharp, that should naturally be able to become so fleshig that I can't cook it with milchig, nevertheless, it won't make me fleshig. That's the way others learn. This other, others learn a different way, but that's the way the base of Yudah and that's the way the base mayor, huh? Sure, because it doesn't say anything about Harif. Right, it doesn't read into the Shach. They're answering the Shach Kasha Based on the Ramah, which again, like we said, is not even really a Kasha like the Berhaitiv says, not really a Kasha. They answer that by saying that the Ramah is talking about a case of Dabak Harif, and the Ramah's Chiddush is that something that was cut, something sharp that was cut with a knife, which is a very practical case. You eat an onion, right? Your wife makes you know scrambled eggs, and the onion was cut with, it's milchig, it's power of scrambled eggs, right? And the, and the onion was cut with a milchig knife. Right, and you want to know, can I eat those scrambled eggs? After a fleshig, Zakhtar Bekiva in the base mayor, 100% you can, eat, you can eat those eggs. After a fleshig, even though that onion's mamish milchig onion, regarding cooking it with meat, nevertheless, you're allowed to eat that after. And the same would be the opposite, that if I ate you know, something which had you know, a, a French onion soup with, without cheese in it, you know, fleshig French onion soup, which didn't have meat in it and didn't have cheese in it, but it had onions cut with a fleshig knife, I would be allowed to go ahead and eat cheese after, and that wouldn't make me fleshig, even though those onions are considered fleshig, regarding cooking them together. That's where the base mayor of and most can go with his Rukiva and base mayor, and therefore that's what we assume that even something harif that was cut with a knife will not make you fleshig, and if you are fleshig, you'd be allowed to eat an onion cut with a milchig knife. One other way of understanding the shach is the Yad Yehuda, which is very also very relevant. The Yad Yehuda says the difference between a tafshal shalbasar and the shach's case of a dirty pot is in the dirty pot, you know why the pot's dirty? Because you're lazy. 
Because after you finish cooking the meatballs, you don't want to sit there and scrub out the pot, and you don't want to clean out the whole pot. So you're lazy, so you left, you left the meat in there. But you're not happy with the fact that the meat's in there. Really, what you would want would be a clean pot. You're just too lazy to clean out the pot. So you just you go from one pot to the other, and it, you go from one dish to the other. Instead of cleaning it in between dishes, you still left a little bit of meat in there. So the meat is in there, but you don't actually want it. Masha'enken, in the case of a tavshel shabasar, when you have a potato from the chalent, you want it to be a chalent potato. Right, people take eggs and they put it inside the chalent, right? The, the goal of doing that is because it doesn't taste the same as if you make eggs by themselves. It, it absorbs the taste of the chalent and you want it to absorb the taste of the chalent. Zakta Yad Yehuda, when I put something in chalent, or when I put something in a tafshal shalbasar and I want it to absorb the taste. So in that case, that will make you flashing. That's the case I must come talking about. But if I put rice in a dirty pot where I don't really want it to get the taste of the meat, it's just I'm too lazy to clean out the bottom between, then in that case, in that scenario, I won't become flashing. And in that case, we don't have to be machmer, because again, the whole thing is a chumrah. In that case, I don't want it. It's not my kavana. We don't have to be machmer. Huh? Yeah, again, that, this is why it's important to understand the whole thing is a chumrah. Tavsha Shabbos is a chumrah. So a Tavsha Shabbos means that I want it to be a Tavsha Shabbos. Because then it's much more likely I'll get mixed up with that and Basar. But something that's just a dirty pot, that, 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 that I'm not as worried about. Exactly. Yeah, once, and that's the point, is that once we understand that these things are chumrah, so then we have much more room to play around with and say, listen, you don't have kavana, you don't want this. It's, it's, you can't, it's not a psikresha, it's not Shabbos to get in. But you don't want this. Now, now let's, let's talk about all the cases of myself. Fine, so now we have a shach, we have a cryptic shach, and we have three basic ways to understand the shach. We have either you can knock the shach out and say the shach can't be talking about shishim or whatever it is, it's the easiest way to do it, or you can learn like the Adi who does without kavana, or you can learn like the base of Kiva Eger that the shach or the Ramah is talking about a case of charif. So now let's work through all the basic scenarios and basic cases, and then we'll try to do one more thing, and then we'll, we'll try to finish up. Let's say I cook something pariv in, I cook noodles, the easiest case, I cook noodles in a ben yoyma fleshik pot that's clean, the kula alma, everybody agrees, you don't have to wait six hours, not a problem at all. And if I ate something that, if I'm, if I'm actual fleshik, I ate actual meat, I'm allowed to go ahead and eat noodles or cook or cake or anything like that, cooked in a milchig pot, that's 100% not a problem, according to everybody, that is not a problem. Things cooked in a clean pot will never be an issue, Sai, it won't make me fleshig, and Sai, if I'm fleshig, I'll be allowed to eat something parev cooked in a clean pot. That is going to be a clean milchig pot. That is not going to be an issue. The next case, the case which is a little bit, diff- little bit more complex, is if I cut something charif, I cut an onion with, an oppo- with, a, with a knife, and then I want to do the opposite gender, which means I'm fleshig, and I want to eat a milchig cut with an with a, a onion cut with a milchig knife, or I'm parev, and I eat a fleshig onion, which means I eat an onion cut with a fleshig knife. In that case, we'll go with the Rekiva egg and the base mayor. That's the way most places can go, is that I, they're allowed to do it, that it won't be considered to be, it won't make me fleshig. And if I'm fleshig, I'm allowed to eat the onion that's cut with a milk knife. Most go with the Rekiva egg and the base mayor, because it makes a lot of sense in the Ramah. And that's the way, again, it's a chumrah already, right? Ready to talk about chumrah. So that, in that case, even though it's harif, and even though regarding cooking that onion with the opposite gender would be a real issue, even with the Eved, regarding this lechatchila, will be, will be makal regarding eating it. That's the next case. Now let's talk about the case of of something in a dirty pot. Then you have the shach, and again, although the Ark HaSholchan and the Chachmas Adam seem to go with the shach, it's not so posh that we go with the shach. Many, many argue in the shach, and therefore if the pot's dirty, it's not, a, it's not a very simple case. It depends how dirty it is, it depends if the Ishishim, most scenarios that are cooking something, will have Shishim, can I get it? Because most of the pots are not so dirty, and if they're so dirty that there's not Shishim, most of the time you're gonna see meat floating all around the, that rice, and that case, the that can't be what the shach's talking about. So now let's talk about the case of French fries, right? So you have French fries that are made in a deep fryer, Either I'm fleshing and I want to eat French fries that I made in a pizza deep fryer, or the opposite. Or I eat French fries made from a burger store, and I want to know, does that make me fleshing or not? So let's figure it out. What, what's the case of French fries? This is what, this is like the, the discussion becomes, what are French fries? Are they a tafshul shabasar? If they're a tafshul shabasar or tafshul shalgvina, then we have the Ramah. Then it's aser. There's no milchig by a deep fryer. Why not? What's, what's the milchig? Even if there's some milchig there, it's not a tafshul shabasar. You're not cooking with your pizza. 
So there's some remnants from a from a from a raw mozzarella stick that somebody cooked. Uh, right. So that, 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 that's that's shell. Top shell, shell is like a, a, a chomp that has. Okay. So 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 first of all, first of all, let, let's talk. So let's you talk don't about want it. it. Okay, do you or do you not want it? I'm not so sure if that's clear. You need the French fries together with the... It's you want... No. Do, do, do French fries from a, from a fleshy place taste the same as French fries from a milky place? No way. No way. They don't. They don't taste it all the same. They don't taste the same. They don't taste the same. The Matias says they don't taste the same. I can't say that it tastes us, but I heard this from... This is share from uh, last week from Shaggy Kallis, and he said that he went night to night and he took it to the taste. He's like, you know, he's like a big... They don't taste the same. And the Matias says they don't taste the same. No, it's, it's, it's... The oil, the oil is... The oil is filled... Fine, so, so if this real... If this real... So let's talk about it. No, so again, so schmaltz itself, we said as a denaflagic, right? So if there's real schmaltz in there, that is denaflagic. Not only that, I think most deep fryers, I heard some Rabbi First, Rabbi First from Chicago, he said that he's taken a look into deep fryers, and most deep fryers have actual pieces of schnitzel floating around. They have a basket, and they put it, they throw it in, you wash them into place. They're not, they're not careful. It's more involved by inflation. Oh, I would, I would think so as well. I would think so as well. I, 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 I was trying to think today of what what is what is a, what is a milkshake place but in a deep fryer besides fries pizza rolls probably How, do, do any and do any does any cheese come out of pizza rolls and and, and mozzarella sticks yeah I don't know I'm not sure I don't know the Matias so I don't know it's it's meaning the guy making the pizza is making an excellent deep fryer my mistake some cheese fell in fine fine right so so every every so every Every kashrus agency will tell you that all things made in a milchik store are considered to be milchiks. All things made in a fleshik store are becheskes. Because, because for this exact reason, is that you never know. That I just spoke to the, 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 the Rav Amachshar I just spoke to now, was, was one of the big chairman in Lakewood. He told me, he said, you just, you don't know. He said, you don't know what's going on. He said, I never looked into the defrag to see exactly what's going on there. But he's like, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. Now, so let's talk about, let, let's assume that there is actual chicken nuggets in the deep fryer. So what is it? What are the chips now? Are they tafshel shabasar? Chips are not even chicken. Or is it the shach's case? There's a big difference between the shach's case and tafshel shabasar. Right, however you understand the difference, huh? So let's figure out why is a fleshig. So again, like the Yad Yehuda, like the Yad Yehuda that says that the difference between the shach's case and tafshel shabasar is that in the shach's case, you don't want it there. And the Ramaz case of tafshel shabasar, you do want it there. So then there is a makam to say, maybe by the fries, I don't care. Now, I don't know if that's true either. I'm not 100% sure that that's therefore, true. So therefore, it's not a tafshel shabasar. Therefore, it's not a tafshel shabasar. It's a shach's case. And the shach says you, it doesn't make you flesh. There's a little schmutz in the pot. You uh, so fine. As opposed to real chicken nuggets. Okay, so fine. That's the second. The first shalag is, is let's assume that there is a little bit of, uh, is a little bit there, a very, very minuscule amount that's there, and I don't care for it there. So not everybody goes to the Yad Yehuda. Yad Yehuda is a chiddush that most places don't go with. But if you go with the Yad Yehuda, then there's a makam to say, listen, the chips are not, the chips are not milchings of flesh eggs. Uh, it's, it's a shach's case. It's, it's not a tashal shabasar. And therefore, it's not making milchings of flesh eggs. But if it's a large amount, right. if it's a large amount, Rabbi first said that when he looked inside the deep fryer, this significant piece, so then you have to call it a tashal shabasar. Because even though it's not your kavana, it can't be that the shach was talking about a case that he had big pieces of chicken or meat floating around. He's clearly not talking about it. So much, that it wasn't cleaned out properly. So to call it not the case of, uh, not the case of, of the, to call it the case of the shock is very difficult. What about the oil itself? Oil itself is boiling hot oil. Okay, so what, 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 so what happens to the oil? A guy, a guy takes a lick of the oil. So I don't know if the oil has real chicken fat in it. Then chicken, chicken fat is flesh. Yeah, So. Right, so if there's chicken fat all over it, then the, chi- then the shuman itself, the chicken fat itself is fleshig. So then you're cooking the fries and fleshigs, right? Then you're cooking the fries and actual fleshigs. So then for sure, Lechair, it has a din of at least a tafshal shabasar. 
right? I, I don't know if there's actual shuman on the actual fries itself, right? There might be, which would make it even worse in the case of a, of a, a technically, Possibly worse than the case of a potato. You have it sometimes that when they give you fries, you find on the bottom of the thing. The you find uh, I, I found it before. I found it before for sure in Eretz Yisrael that you find sometimes when they do the thing, you find a piece of a piece of a schnitzel there all the time. So it's clearly floating around enough that it can get stuck in the basket, and they're going from basket to basket, and and you go into a place like a place that's happening and, and a place that's there. There's, there's things going all over. So. I, so I don't know. I, I, Rabbi Berkowitz, Burk- Burk- I know, I asked Rabbi Berkowitz, Rabbi Berkowitz himself is machmer, and many of the places are machmer, many of the can assume that it's for sure in a fleshy place, I think it's much, much more of a reason yeah. to be machmer, that those consider real fleshy and make a fleshy because there's me. I don't know the Matthias in a milk place. You have to go into a pizza store and see the Matthias, which means I, I wouldn't think that there's, there's no cheese fat, right? There's no Schumann bite by cheese. No, so I don't know the Matthias. If you look. But, but it's much less. It's much, much less. And I don't know if this piece is floating around in a milk place. I don't know. You have, again, it's totally in the tears. It's not totally in, in, in our spars. It's all in the tears. Are there pieces? So, it, so if this piece is... So if this piece is floating around, then I, I would imagine it should be a tafshul shabbat. I don't, I don't see how I can really, especially if it's large pieces, you can't call it the shach's case. If there's, unless you say like the Yadu you don't want it here, but... But I, I think Rav Shlachta is, is makel on this. I saw online that he's makel because he holds that this is the Yadi Yehuda's case. And even if there's significant pieces, but you don't want them there. And the whole difference in the Shach and the Tav Shlachas is do you want it or not want it? And therefore he says you don't want it and therefore he says you could be makel. But I think the consensus of a lot of places so the Star K Paskins like this, behind him in like, a, 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 I'm sorry, Rabbi First Paskins like this, or Berkowitz Paskins like this. Uh, I spoke to Rabbi Neustadt. He also, he also said that he, he wasn't sure. He said you have to find out the Matthias. You have to really look at the deep fire. You have to see what goes on the deep fire. I think in a fleshy place, it's clear that there's actual pieces of meat. And unless they're going with this Yad Yehuda all the way. And I don't even know, I, I don't even know if that Matthias is true because I don't think that that's true. I think that the people that buy fries from a fleshic place prefer them to taste with that. They taste different. They have a little bit of that, of that Kashmaka fleshic taste in it. So it, to call it Eina Mechavan, it's not Eina Mechavan. It happens to be that the, that the burger place is lazy and they don't want to clean up the whole thing. But the there's a Mila in that also. They understand that there's a Mila. My wife told me that in, in cooking school, she went to culinary school many years ago when she was single. In culinary school, there's something called, I don't remember what it's called, when they, they dafka keep the pots dirty. They definitely, I don't know what it's called, it's called something that it, it, but it, it keeps the pots dirty and when you cook the next dish in it, it picks up a little bit, picks up a little bit of that, of that taste of it and there's a mile on that. So it, again, it, it, to call it Eina Chavan, I don't know, you call it the Shaks case? The fries are made behind the scenes, right? There's no way the guy is mocked drops a little cheese right, and right. Once it's turned on, he doesn't, he's not supposed to care if there's cheese in there. Right, right, and I agree, I, I think, that's over. Abanusta told me he said he said we can't take achrayas. We assume that everything's everything's. We assume that any the goyim are in the store. We assume that the goyim are not being they're being makpah on kosher, not kosher. They're not being makpah to make sure. He said that somebody called them recently about a certain bagel stores bagels, and he said they're power. You know they're very makpah, but it's it's very hard. Be very hard to know. She's flying all over pizza shop. But by the way, you're talking about if you're frying a mozzarella stick, the, the amount of oil that goes in, why wouldn't that be bottled? No so it, it, it might be, it might be. A deep fryer has 30 gallons of oil in it. Or so I, I don't know. It, it, well, if it, the problem is, is if it gives, if it gives time, then it won't be bottled. Right? If it gives taste, if the taste is different, then it can't just be. You, the bottled shishim is only when it's not a vidal, when it's not something that gives actual taste. If it's giving taste, and you can taste the difference between milk fries and fleshy fries, so that itself means that it's. Fleshy place, it is, but with milk and place, it tastes like regular French. I mean, it's the same as. It's a different stuff. Right. There's a difference so between. Right. Oh, it's deep fried versus oven versus oven baked. 
Or is it oven no, bake? No, I don't know. So again, part of it's part of it's totally in the Matthias. I, I, I shouldn't say part of it. The, the Shaila really is totally in the Matthias, and then and how you understand the Shach, and how you understand what a Tafshal Shabbosar is versus a case of Kedir Shalei Hodachiyafa. And I think, like I said, the consensus of most Paisim is to assume that milchig fries are milchig fries, and fleshig fries are fleshig fries. That's a consensus. That's a consensus of most Paisim. I, I, I would not think so. Is is that yeah, they're real? They're considered to be milchigs. You have to find that the Matthias. Again, you have to find the Matthias. If you, if you check the Matthias, and if you say that in a pizza store there's like a no, there's nothing in there. There's no mamashes in there. Then I would think that there's a shor makom to be makel. I would think that it wouldn't even be called the tashal shabasar. Maybe not even the maybe not in the shach's case. The just a case of of a of a par of pot. But but in a flashing. Based on the standard yeah, yeah. But first said that based on his looking into places, he was talking about flashing. That's the problem. He was. To, I, I, I didn't hear him ever talk about the other case. The, the case we're talking about is the other case, which I would imagine just based on the matzias of what takes place in a milchig in a milchig pizza shop versus a flashing. I'd imagine it'd be much more cow. I don't know. Whatever. They could go around the pizza shops this week and look inside and ask them to ask them to check inside and see uh, and see what's going on in the deep fries. I don't, I don't know the matzias. In flashing places, I, I would assume and this is a consensus of most place kim that we're machmer and we consider that if you eat flashing fries, it's going to make you 100% fleshig, and you would have to wait six hours. The other way around, I would think that there's more of a to make all, but I can't say that clear until, until I find the Tmitzias. Hey, one second. First of all, with the milking plays, can you trust the pizza store? They say this deep fryer is only for French fries. Can you trust that that's really only being used I would for think so. Fries? I would think so, but yeah, yeah, ask, them, ask them to deep fry your pizza roll and see what happens. Oh, they have a second one. Okay, fine. Yeah, if they have a second one, yeah, I would assume you can trust them. And something like this, I would assume you can trust them. With plays, the pieces that get stuck in the oil, there's never, like, a, um, it never changes its character that is not considered chicken, like just like no, it's for, for three days straight. No, it's real, it's great you chicken. You take it out, you would, if it came into your thing of french fries, no, you'd eat it. Would, it, would be, it would be burnt. It's, it's, I don't know, it doesn't get burnt in the oil. It sits in the oil. It's cooking, it's cooking at 300 degrees, whatever it is. Yeah, for, it just for, it sits there, and, and, there's more, and, and every day there's more chicken being put in. And there's more chicken fat being put in. It's, it's consistent, you know, constant feeder of, of chicken. So again, you have to find that the Matthias, but we're, we don't assume like the Yad Yehuda. Most places don't assume like the Yad Yehuda, and therefore, you know, unless there's going to be a case of uh, what's it called, then we're going to assume it's going to be thinking. Let's just talk about the last, the last two cases. The last two cases are cooking something parev in an oven. We are this, we're the something milchig cooking, or the opposite, cooking something parev in an oven where there's something fleshy cooking. So again, if it's covered, we're not talking about the case. Let's assume that you cook them uncovered. Your wife made chicken and rice for supper, or chicken and potatoes for supper. The potatoes and chicken are both made in an uncovered oven. The chicken is saucy, and therefore we assume for sure it has zaya, which means the steam that comes up, and it goes into that, into those actual, into those actual potatoes. Now, if you wanted to take those potatoes and put cheese in it, that's usser. That's usser, we hold it, that's usser, you're not allowed to put cheese on those potatoes. However, however, we do hold, the the Eshelavam, the Pachacha holds like this, and the, 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 the other, the other, the other kind of bring this as well, that if a person does take those to take those potatoes, those potatoes do not have a den of fleshing, even though, again, this is the, again, the, the big difference, even though to cook them with milk would be usser, to eat them milk. after, huh? Can't to, exactly, I can't eat it with milk is usser, but to eat it after we eat fleshings would not be a problem, anything cooked in the same thing. What about if I had on the same tray, right, where you have, let's say, you know, the, those, um, those pans, you can have a pan that has separation of, of things. You can have chicken and thing in the same pan. It would be the same halacha. You can have chicken and rice in the same pan with a separation. That would also not be a problem. And also you can eat the rice 100%. What about if it's in the same pan? And not have to wait. And not have to wait. And if I'm, and, and, if I, and, they, and vice versa, if I'm flesh and that was in the, what about if it's actually in the same pan? In the same pan. Let's say, let's say I have the same, now I'm talking about with the separation of the pan. You have like those pans that have sections in it. Let's say it's in the same pan. Let's say you have chicken and rice in the same pan and you heat them, and you, and you heat them up. And then I only eat the rice part. Milk is my my flesh sugar parv. So it depends. It depends on the Matthias. Is it was there sauce that got into the into the into the rice? So uh, let's assume there's no sauce that got into the rice, then I'll parv. 
If the sauce that got into the rice, then I'm going to be fleshing. That's considered to be right of a basar, tashos of basar. Then I'm going to be then I'm going to be fleshing. But assuming that there is no crossover, assuming that those things one hasn't touched the other, so I'll be able to see that the, that the sauce hasn't gotten over to the rice, and I eat the rice, I'll be totally powerful. Not only that, even if the rice is touching the touching the touching the actual chicken, as long as I cut off, I eat the other side. That's also going to stay powerful. I'm going to remain powerful as long as what I'm eating. It's not actual thing. Even in a scenario where you have, and this happens often, where you have, let's say they use the same spoon for poppers and then they'll use the same spoon for kugel. So uh, unless I actually know that there was pieces of chicken on there that got mixed into the kugel, it's just the same pot that a drop of dirtiness on it that also won't make a person flashing unless they can see or taste the actual flashing in the kugel. But assuming that you don't t- taste or see the flashing in the kugel, we're also gonna assume that the kugel will remain parif. And again, that does have to do with the halacha of mixing it with milchig, but it won't, it'll be considered to be parif and it'll make, and it'll make you think. The sauce itself will be flashing because that's gonna be tafsha shabasa at least. If not Shuman Shabasar. So I don't, I don't, it's, so the kugel that we have, the kugel we have by Kiddush is made in a, made in a place with fleshing equipment. So to eat it with milchig would be an issue, but I don't think it would make you fleshing. I don't think it would make you fleshing. No, even in Yabcha, even it's talking about when they make it in Yabcha, right? Or wherever we get it from, right? Huh? But even if it's not, even if it's not covered, it's not gonna, it's not, gonna, will not make you fleshig. Again, even uncovered parit and with uncovered fleshig, real fleshig, meat with saucy meat will not chalent will not will not make you. Even if they would both be uncovered, it will not make you fleshig. You will not be able to eat that kugel with milchig, but will not make you fleshig. No, an egg, so an eggshell, it's interesting, the Mechaber himself talks about that exact case. An eggshell, even though it's considered a separation, we assume that eggs are porous, and that's the reality is that eggs are, the eggshell are porous, and the taste goes straight through, and therefore eating an egg from the chalant will make you 100% fleshing. Wow. Right? And, and the, biggest, the biggest proof is that they don't taste the same, right? <laughs> Obviously, they're color different, they taste different, there's a reason why people put them in the chalant. So that's a, that's a kitzer, and that's a, I think those are the basic halachas that, that uh, you'll need to talk about. There's a few other cases, but that's, uh, we'll stop over here.